Welcome to the Made Up Savannah podcast. I'm your host, Dee Daniels, and I'm very excited to welcome my next guest to the mic. She is quite the icon here in Savannah, and she's going to be talking about so many wonderful things, including small business, including marketing, including charities, including just so many community things. Her name is Cecilia Russo-Turner. Cecilia, welcome to the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me here. I have been so excited to do this and 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 just sit down and chat with you about all things Savannah. Um, first, let me start with uh, how did you get here? That was always that's always the question. Or did you grow up here? I grew up here. Ooh, I am an a original. native Savannian. Yes, I have been here all of my life. Thanks to my great grandparents and grandparents, they settled right here in Savannah. I came over from. From Italy and actually came into New York and it was too cold for them. And so mm. they headed south and stopped in Savannah before they got to where they thought they were going to go to Florida. But um, stopped here and we've been here ever since. That is, so I love it. That's a rare find. It I is. Feel like these, days, these days I think it's starting to become rarer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what is your take on how, how things are now? I mean, growing up here and looking at how things are now, it, it must be worlds different. Gosh, so much difference um, from, you know, well, I'm 50. So it's 50 ah, years. Lie. It's 50, 50 years of, of change and a lot of it good. And then, you know, just in lieu of what's been going on in our Savannah climate and with the economy and the biggest land sale in the state's, you know, history mm-hmm. with Hyundai coming, I think that this is just the beginning it of is. lots more changes. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, a lot has changed and it's been for the good. You know, we've seen uh, downtown booming when I was little and then quiet when we were in high school and college and then it came back and now you see a beautiful downtown and mm-hmm. Broughton Street and the revitalization of all of that. And then everybody coming in because we are a cool place. So oh, it's not yeah. just destination trips and destination weddings. It's a destination where people come and fall in love and buy homes and want to stay here forever. It's true. And it's it's just great. Yeah. It's great to hear. It's true. And you've, you've done and continue to do so much work with uh, area organizations, businesses and nonprofits and I I really want to thank you for that because that was one of the things, this community feel that goes on here, the, one of the things that, that really made us say, yeah, we need to be here. You know, we moved from Virginia and the hear. D.C. market, and we were watching the small business arena here. We were watching nonprofits, and we were like, wow, they really, really show up for each other. It's a different kind of a feel than what we had in Virginia. And it's a different kind of a feel than what I heard other people talk about in other states. It's just so different here. Why do you think it's different? And I love it. I think it's the people. Yeah. I think it is, um, it's all about your community and small businesses. You know, there's, everybody knows the big, big businesses in Savannah and in this area. So there's just consider there's so much mm-hmm. Others, other space, other industries, and a lot of those are small businesses. And I've been lucky enough to work with a lot of small businesses and a lot of upcoming entrepreneurs and a lot of wonderful organizations. And those nonprofit organizations have some of those small business owners on the board. So working with them um, through my business, but also working with them 
in volunteer capacities, on boards and such. And you learn so much. And I think that is what makes us so unique mm -hmm. because everybody has their story. And those that are from here or just moving into here, they just, just like you're talking about, they so quickly get integrated and become part of the that fabric of yes. Savannah. And as quirky and different as some are, because we used to not, I don't feel like everybody was as welcoming. Mm -hmm. And now it's just gotten so much our, our um, I don't know if it's our heads that have just, you know, grown and kind of taken more of that in. And our hearts mm -hmm. are following that. Like, yeah, this is great. Let, right. you know, let Savannah continue to grow and continue to, to thrive in so many different areas, yeah. not just downtown, but culturally and, you know, civically and educationally and you know, through real estate and all of that. Yeah. So and, there and is so much room to, you're right. For all of it. It's, it's a, it's such a wide growth that's happening. It's not just a historic district, you know, right. which is the Hoppin right. district, no doubt, but right. it's everywhere. And there's growth and community and, and business development that's happening out on I'll hope. And, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, oh, yeah. it's like, wow. Okay. It's stretching, you know, from, from the city into, to Tybee and, you know, it's it's really something that's, I think, happening across the board. Do you think some of that, too, has to kind of go towards SCAD delivering so many wonderful, you know, new creatives to oh, this area oh, absolutely. all the time? Absolutely. And I think um, we, we cherish SCAD so much for what they do. And I think, too, for actually trying to keep, there have been, parts of our city and through the education, all of that, that recognizes SCAD and those, those students and those graduates from there that, you know, honors them and recognizes them for staying in Savannah. Right. Because it's so easy to mm -hmm. look out and be like, oh, well, I'm going to, you know, there's all, grass is always greener. Let mm -hmm. me maybe go to the metropolitan city or let me go to Chicago or let me go to the West Coast. Mm -hmm. and, and we have so many graduates that are here. And I do. I think that it's a testament for having so many decades of SCAD and their growth and what they've done and their student that they are, their graduates that they're, you know, putting in our community. And it's just helping creatively. I think it's helping with everything. Yeah. Um, with with our jobs and with our educational program and just with that, that revitalization that we were talking about, you know, earlier, it's mm -hmm. just to, to keep it all. It's so, it's so hard, I guess, to keep a community growing and, and fun and always edgy and, you know, doing something different when you think, and okay, well, it's, you know, four and five decades of this and four and five, but it's, it's fun that everything's always changing and always improving and, you know, getting, Getting a little more creative every mm. year, you know, because you have to. That's you have right. To keep it, keep it light and keep it fun. And, and I'm so uh, surprised, but not, I guess, really, at how many students come out of SCAD and and say, "Yeah, I am going to go to New York or Chicago or wherever." And then they're like, "Oh, but I want to come back to mm -hmm. Savannah." And because, several have, yes, several have, and, and we've had great, yeah, and, we've had great designers that have led, left here and gone and. You know, we're at Juilliard and, and come back and then some are, um, you know, designers and, and come back and then just have these great businesses here. And it just, I guess it all just pulls them back. And oh, it's, it's just a big old heart for, um, for the South and for, you know, we just have, 
not knocking any other right. cities that you visit that are so full and stuff. But, um, you know, we have just a, a nice, well-mannered Southern hospitality. We and that. that is what attracts a lot of people. You can be in New York and cross in a street with 120 people. And, you know, I, I was just up there last month and I'm like, oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. So, you know, and they're looking at you like, what? It's no. different. It's so you different. Know? Yeah. Don't write. Don't make eye contact with right. me. Don't talk to me. <laughs> don't, don't apologize for bumping into me or something. You know, and it's just, it's, it's nice because I think that um, our city has that hospitality um, that attracts so many. And it's not just the, it's not just a, a banker or a business, you know, a top executive business. There's so much that our community and our business leaders offer that attracts so many different kind of individuals, different kind of um, employees and workers and you know, families, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, it is. And, and it, and it, it's something that people talk about, um, a lot. So it's obviously something that's felt. Let's talk a little bit about Cecilia Russo marketing because okay. you, um, you make superstars. I mean, you, <laughs> you are helping to, to shine a light on so many, um, organizations not, and not just locally, you know, I, I love that you're doing it elsewhere as well, but especially locally you are you've got your hands really in all kinds of things how did that come about and and talk about your client base and it's a wide Gosh, spectrum it is um so i started uh next month will be 15 years ago wow and um on a wing and a prayer mm. <laughs> um that's I how had, all good things start though yeah right? i was a one-woman show and um decided you know um because i was single much longer than usual usually people are. And, um, so I just put my head down and decided I'd have to do what, you know, all of my other friends who were dinks, you know, the dual income and no kids Mm -hmm. and what they had to do and how I could keep up. And so working well, and I'm from, um, a hardworking family, family business anyway. So I've, seen entrepreneurs in my, you know, in my family and in my life for all of my life. So I decided to say yes to, um, and it was actually was through, um, it was tour to Georgia and it came, um, they were, it was a client in Atlanta and they were going to come to Savannah. And I started with one client with one retainer rate of, you know, I think it was $5,000. Like, this is it. And I said to my parents, I was like, okay, here I go. Um, launching my own business and this is what I'm doing. And, um, I think it's all about contacts and connections and that's how it started. I, um, worked with some of the greatest business leaders in Savannah to this day. Mm -hmm. They're still very active. And the Lieutenant governor at the time was Casey Cagle. And that's who, um, who I was doing the work for, for the tour to Georgia for a bicycle, you know, a Mm -hmm. cycling, um, different Pelotons that were coming through Savannah and it was great. And I loved, I just loved that. I loved every bit of that, but not just the event planning and not just the, uh, the, the fundraising and the excitement behind it, but I liked the connections and I liked telling the story. And so that made me just start doing it for others. And you know, really incorporate all of the business relations and media relations that I had. And um, so I liked telling the stories and writing the press releases and making sure that everyone knew why it was important and what things were. And from there, I just, I took off. It was, it's, it's a slow, uh, slow, it was slow and steady, but I love, 
I love what I do. My favorite thing to ask somebody is, what's your story? Right. Just tell me your story. Right. Because just like you, we this is this is what we do. We're a storyteller. That's right. You know, you want to tell someone's story. You want to help them and manage their reputation and make sure that whether they're an individual or a business, that that their newsworthy information gets out there. So right. um, I've loved it. I um, It's how it's what I thrive doing. And now I, you know, have so many um, different clients. I've gone through for 15 years of small business owners. Um, for a long time, it was women owned, which mm-hmm. I really, really appreciated and liked because that's, you know, how I started. Right. And um, to, to corporate, to really large corporate uh, corporations that I've worked with. And um, went from, like I said, a one-woman show to now having a staff of, you know, uh, stay-at-home moms and military spouses and young entrepreneurs and interns turn employees and, uh, you know, just all kinds. And um, veterans in the industry and those that, you know, have, have come through the Chatham County and uh, educational system, those who've gone away and come back. So I just have, you know, run the gamut of the different individuals that I've worked with and I've loved it. Mm-hmm. I just, I love, I love what I do. It's do you, fun. Do you, I mean, it, it, I can't imagine you can have a favorite category in any of that because you've done all of that and worked with so many different categories, but it seems like you really do have a, a heart and a passion for helping people raise money for a, uh, whatever cause they they are really passionate about and you've done so much work with a lot of different organizations and charities mm-hmm. do you, have you had a favorite time I know you can't have a favorite client because that's favorite. like you know well no it's it's funny because um because a lot of fundraising a lot of those are nonprofit boards so a lot of it's volunteer so mm-hmm. you know you have to do it you have to have the time to volunteer or you have to have the resources with everything else so i just remember in my business plan as we grew and as we started deciding you know how we were going to grow and what our what was the smart way to grow i always kept time and money in our budget for a pro bono client mm. because that and I have to truly believe in their cause. Right. I remember um, years ago um, working with the Veterans Council of Chatham County, and there were, um, you know, I was very. There were a lot of. Um, it was a male dominant uh, organization, and they um, they were selling butts and making, you know, just little by little by little. And I came in and started consulting with them and took it um, to raise millions of dollars to build the monument that's on the west end of River Street, a world apart. So the big, um, the big world that mm-hmm. is that's down there and um, working, working with them. I, I just it was very, very tough, but I loved every minute of it because it was kind of turning People who would say, you know, why do we need to pay someone to do this? Right, and, right. you know, you you have that window of opportunity like, well, because we have World War II veterans and right. we want to, you know, be here. That's right. To, to see yes. this, to see this happening. And I remember asking um, a donor um, at that point, it was six figures. And when I sat down and we had done all the research and I knew that this individual um, could do it and would do it. And his response back to me was... Um, a lot of what you're talking about, Cecilia, I, 
when you come to me, I know that it's a cause that you believe in and you know I should believe in, mm-hmm. or you wouldn't be asking me for this kind of money. That's and I right. said, no, you're absolutely right. This is why we need your support, and this is how we need it. And um, so he said, yes, you know, absolutely. And um, it's making sure that it's a cause that is that you have passion for That's as right. well. Yeah. And any, you know, how can you how can you consider the greatest generation? These are men that at that time were 80, 85, 90 years old, still active and work and wanting to see this happen. And I was like, oh my God, yes. I mean, we had to make it happen within a year, <laughs> you know, course. and getting these uh the bricks to lay the foundation. And it just had so much just irony to the entire thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it was fabulous. It mm. was wonderful. So that was probably the biggest one that started off my career. Right. And then the the latest was campaign the being the campaign chair for United Way of the Coastal Empire and seeing that impact yes. of what that campaign chair, what that volunteer leadership is like and the amount of money that is raised and truly the numbers of people, 206,000 thousand people in these four counties that were impacted by this 13.1 million that you know came in and through the United Way the these four United yeah. Way yeah. counties and it was amazing you know I'd hear a story every day and some of them heart-wrenching and mm-hmm. some of them you know so exciting of what these dollars do to really change the lives of these people who look just like you and me. Right, right. You know, and, and it was some tough years. It was a pandemic year, so we were coming out. And I remember thinking, holy cow, I just told somebody, <laughs> yes, that I'd run a campaign. You know, I said yes in December, and our life changed, as you know, March 14th, right. 16th, something like that, um, just months later. Yeah. And so I was the co-chair the first year, and I kept thinking to myself the same thing. Oh, next year will be great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It'll be great because... It'll be better. What, 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 <laughs> you know, who could not... This will be good, yes. you know. Yes, And then the pandemic right. went on for another year. Yeah. And so we had to change, just change a lot. Change your fundraising, change um, how, you, how you do a lot of things. And we did, and we locked in, and... Um, had some some great numbers and um, it all what I love to know is that you can give to one organization and that these agencies and these programs are so vetted that there are so many others besides me that are working on the same behalf yes I mean I think there were up to like between 40 and 60 different volunteers that are on community investment panels mm-hmm. that vet these organizations to make sure that that's where that the money that is being raised goes to the, to the places that really, really need it. Right. So it could be domestic violence. It could be hungry children, um, education, um, the health system, you know, whatever the case may be, edu- you know, all, all different kinds. And I'm thinking, wow, this, you know, so just to see, and we know them, like I said, it's, it's your neighbor and right, it's your, right. it's, that you makes know, a big your, difference yeah, too. your yeah. business associate that yeah. you, it's not just where do they live? Are they somewhere else? Nope. They are Some right other here. State, yeah. They're standing yeah. next to you, sitting right, next exactly, to you at church and exactly. sitting, standing next to you at the grocery store yeah. that we all, you know, because that is what United Way does that it is that, that safety net and upward mobility. So it's, catching you before you are so, so far that you can't, you know, someone who 
and we may take advantage of the fact that um, your car's broken down and you may can fix it. Some, some individuals, if that car isn't fixed, then they can't get to a job interview or they can't get their children to daycare or they so many, it's a ripple effect. Right, right. And so if we can do one thing here, we're going to fix your car yeah. just so you can do the Breaks other the eight chain things. of all yes. that. Yeah. Yes. That's and unbelievable. So, so that I think, so to get back to your answer, the one that I started with that was most impactful was just how to start doing what I did and working with, you know, such a huge group of all the different veterans associations and then going with this big group through uh, these four counties, Bryan, Chatham, Effingham, and Liberty, knowing what these are and then that they have the so many organizations as part of them. Right. Uh, so many agencies as part of that one right. organization. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, I remember working with United Way in Virginia for a short time and, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, it's huge. The amount of people that are involved and how many people it takes to actually get all of that done. Right. Um, and so I, I was just, I, I knew you and I shared a, a passion for, for, for all of those things as far as raising money. And, and right. it, it's amazing to see how how COVID reshaped the nonprofit landscape. Right. And, and I watched right. that happen before moving here. I watched that happen when I was raising money for the Children's Hospital mm-hmm. in D.C. And same sort of thing. I mean, just it, your messaging changed. Your, you couldn't really do events in front of people anymore. Right. It couldn't be a face-to-face situation. So it was, it was all so different. And I know a lot of organizations struggled through that time frame where they didn't have the kind of money coming in from donors at all for that first year, especially. Right. Um, did United Way take a hit as far as? They I mean, did. It, they, they did. Everybody had to change. What, what United Way is based on and was based on for so many years in Savannah was um, going into these large corporations and doing face to face face-to-face presentations and solicitations. So you may go into a Colonial Oil or Gulfstream and you may be speaking to hundreds of employees at a time. Mm-hmm. Well, you couldn't do that. Right. So we had to figure out, again, how do we change? How do we pivot and just go with what we've got? Mm-hmm. And so marketing was very, very important to us. Um, board was very, very, just the strength of a board, the leadership of a board and the trust that you have in your board. Like, give us some direction. How do we do this? Where, where are our next steps? What do we need, you know, to do? Well, with my theme, it was more based on what everything in my life is based on. And that's growing up, you know, from a seafood family. So mine was very much about, um, seafood and, and our coast and, my theme was no grit, no pearl. Mm. Um, but one of the things that I talked about was widening that net. What was most important wasn't every employee at every company giving what they had given every other year because they were they were scared to death. When when are we going to have another pandemic? When am I going to lose a job or right. or not? You know, not have the same capacity in my industry. And so we really talked more about bringing in more donors, educating our our communities more about what the United Way was. Mm-hmm. Because if the donor, you know, a high tide rises, raises all ships, you know, so if more donors, more people know about it, more donate, that's going to continue to just help. 
So it's not going back to the same ones all of the time. And those same ones, thank God, are the loyal ones and they they are very um, committed to our community and we need those, but we need those others too. So many more. So if you think of all of the, the population in these four counties, that's what we're trying to do to really improve those numbers, to grow the donor base mm-hmm. and to fill those nets, casting that wider net to bring more people in so that you bring, and that just helps everything. Then more know about what the needs are and more know to reach out if there's a 211 um, call center that needs to be, you know, that that someone just doesn't have, doesn't understand where to go, what to do, call, reach out, you know, and that's what our biggest, that is what we really, really, I wanted to make sure was so important that if you can help, please do. If you need help, please let us know. Right. You know, so it was one of those that, um, that I think it's, it just takes, it takes a lot of education, but it's um, knowing that we are all here and we can help you. Savannah it started years ago through this United Way. It's just a very generous community. And they, um, Herbert V. Jenkins started a community fund and thankfully it's still thriving. And that's what we try to really focus on is explaining the importance of that community fund because that's what funds all of these agencies. Mm. So it's, you know, it's, that's what we need to that's the heart filling the colors. Yeah. Right. right, right. And and it's I think you're right. The education piece is so important. Is that your general advice? I know you consult with a lot of uh, nonprofits, but also, you know, for-profit uh, businesses and, and things like that. Is that your general advice? Like the education piece, people have to know who you are um, and know what you do mm-hmm. and what you are bringing to the world? What, what is your gift and talent? Yes. Yes. What, what sets you apart? You know, what makes, um, I don't, I will never be that, um, that firm that spins a story or is just trying to set something out, you know, just get something out in the news. Um, my business is based on integrity and honesty and transparency. And that's what we share with executives um, that are leading these companies. And that's what we sit down and do a thorough um, assessment of what, you know, what what's going on in their in their businesses, in their industry, and how we can help them and set them apart. And those are those are some of the questions that I ask in this very lengthy audit. You know, what what are some of the the leadership positions that you have at your company? You know, um, are are you involved in your community mm-hmm. community enough? Do you have some leadership? You know, what what is it that again sets you apart? And what what is your love? Like once we know what the what the company is doing and what the business is doing and how we can manage that reputation, your reputation becomes stronger when you are part of the business community or the you know, the individual community of which you, which you're giving back to. Right. You know, so I think that, um, I think it's great when you're reading an article or reading newsworthy information about a company that if they are doing good for the city that you're living in, you're like, okay, great. Then I want to do good by the, you know, you want to be a part of it. I want to look at that. I want to look into if that's a, a business need that I, that I have, 
wow, look at what they're doing. And just those are the connections. Savannah is so quote unquote small and large all at the same so time. So much. It's yes. just, it's got this, this uh, draw for the passionate people who truly, I believe, truly want to see goodness. Yeah. And that is so scarce sometimes mm-hmm. these days. Yeah. It's, it's, there's so much negative yuck being thrown out there all of the time. It's nice to just have good, solid news that is, that encourages others to be, to be a part or yeah. to, or to follow. So there's a, you know, that's what we try to um, make sure that we're putting the right information out about it. You don't want to have just, you know, silly things, right. but it's, it's the, it's that which shows the heart of the company. And I think that that's, you know, they're going to run them out of Savannah if they're not fun and, oh, I'm saying, and yes. happy and healthy and, you know, yes. um, part of it, they're going to end up, you know, wanting to, wanting to go somewhere else. And, and that's okay. We mm-hmm. like to have those that really want that, that want to be part. There's just so many layers and, and that's what I think is important. And that's what I have loved. I've learned so much, Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> so much in these 15 years. Yeah. And, um, it's just, I've had great mentors that have helped, um, get me here. And then I have served on boards and, with such wonderful business leaders that, you know, that I've learned from that, um, that, that, that's what does it. That's the secret sauce. That's what educates, yeah, everybody. Right. It is. That's the secret sauce. You're right. It is. I, I I remember my first, um, moment meeting you was actually through one of your clients. And I, I got to see sort of that unfold a little bit. And, and I noticed very quickly your heart for your clients. And I think that's, that speaks to your success so much. And, and I remember seeing uh, Lee Eberwine, the author right, um, right. on, I think it was, it was uh, one of the news shows and they had done a, a, a piece on her and I, I just fell in love with her and I thought, Oh, I'd, I need to get to know her. She seems fun. Uh, which is great because she was she is local, and then right. I did get to know her, and right. now she comes over to my she's, house for dinner. And she's it's amazing. Great. I love it. I'm she's like, amazing. this is so cool. But I watched how you <laughs> really did your best work with her, and just like how that looks, you know, from from sort of behind the scenes, and and you just you believe in every one of your clients. I mean, well, I'm lucky. I can see it all I'm over lucky your face. enough. I'm lucky enough that. I am, you know, I am the business owner. Yes. So I don't have to answer to a big corporation. I don't have to do things just because that's yes. what I, yes. I don't have. Um, it's not just, you know, cranking out right. um, silly advertisements or or things like that all day, every day. And that's what, right. Yeah. So I can choose and I've been very blessed, very, and it's because of hard work. I don't want to just say lucky, but I've been very lucky that those clients that I've had, I've had for years. They're, they're like your family. Where do you think we're going in Savannah? I mean, we've talked a lot about where, where, where we've been and what's been happening. Where do you think the business community is going, the, the nonprofit community is going? I feel like it's growing. I feel like people are, are 
really interested in starting new things here. Mm-hmm. That which is wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. That seems to never go away. Right. Do, right. do you think we're going in a direction of more growth and more small business? And I do. Yeah. I do. I feel like um, I feel like uh, young entrepreneurs are um, being created, developed, mm-hmm. you know, nurtured and, and educated every day. So I think that that is, that is something very important that small business owner is going to continue to grow. I think, um, I think just the influx of what we talked about earlier is, is going to change the, the look of these Southeastern counties. But I think because of that, we're going to have so many new influences, international influences that I think are going to bring about um, more that's going to help Savannah grow mm-hmm. in ways we never have before. Right. Because of, um, you know, what we're bringing to our state and what we're bringing to our region and area. And I think that new nonprofits will come from that. New charities will come from that because there are others that we may or may not have ever thought of before. Mm-hmm. Um that that really need that support. And I think that there's just so many different layers and so many different things that truly help others that you can't put all of them in in one basket. Right. You know, now right. there are some that if you are talking about a certain kind of education or musical education or um, early childhood education. Yes, that's a way to do it. But there are some other specific nonprofits that you really want to vet and to consider to say, do we have something like that? And if not, how important is it? How many do they have that is that is backing, you know, those individuals that are backing that organization right, right. to really help support it? And and get the word out that that's knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. And that's the hardest thing for a lot of these organizations to understand because it is volunteer and some of them do have small budgets and don't have paid positions for an executive director or something. But that one, that 501c3 is that that's their heart. And it's, it's hard, you know, it's, it's hard to get that kind of a charter. It's hard to keep that kind of a charter. You really have to know what you're doing and to really believe and give back and know that any of this money that's coming in is going right back to those that you know you want to support. Right. Yeah. So I do. I think that, I think, um, just the, the amounts of people, but the different kinds of people, um, that are coming to Savannah and to this region, it's, um, it's just going to open our eyes to just a lot. And then internationally, international things that we may never have considered really need support. And, you know, you like supporting one of your own, you like supporting those that, that are local. And that's, that's what a lot of people want to do. Like, I don't want my money to leave Savannah and go to a national office somewhere. I don't, you know, I really want it to stay here. And I want to see our community do better because Because of of that nonprofit. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And that's a huge deal to to so many people that give. Um, They like to know where their money's going Mm -hmm. and what it's doing Mm -hmm. and how they can see it take, you know, shape in their own community. And you're right. I think it, all of that is going to grow so much and, and the layers are going to be unbelievable. We are already getting so much attention. Um, 
I mean, oh, for yes. goodness sakes, we have the ghost pirates now. So yes. um, that's yes. a whole. <laughs> <laughs> lots of attention and lots of layers. Ghost yeah. pirates and Savannah bananas. Oh, my and gosh. All kinds of. Um, but just in and of itself, the beauty of our of our city and the beauty of our people and our tourism and what our um, what our entities here are doing between Visit Savannah and our chamber, they're really they're really putting us. They they continue to put us out there, put us on the map, but really at the top, you know, to be voted the best city to live in or the best city to work in or the most beautiful city. So um, Savannah is hot right yes. now, and yes. I think it's going to continue to to be hot. We just need to to make sure that we do what we can to protect That's what right. we have yes. and nourish it in the right direction, not to not to be too flooded by all of the right minutiae. Yeah, all of the noise mm-hmm. that, that will happen and right. will continue to happen. Right. We always like to, Cecilia, end our episodes with some uh, made-of questions. And no right answer, no wrong okay. answer. Um, okay. So these are just, you know, based on personal preference. So we'll start off with, okay. well, first of all, with your um, iconic family background, are you allowed to have a favorite seafood restaurant? Well... <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, yes, I, well, it would probably have to be one of my husband's. <laughs> so I was going to say, it would be, it would be the Pirate's House okay. or the Exchange. We, we um, go. we've closed our, we had a small restaurant, um, across the street from Daddy's, um, from Russo Seafood, um, that is closed now. It was just a, a little small one that was open for a little while, but it didn't make it through the pandemic. But, um, my favorite would be, I guess, the Pirate's House. There we go. <laughs> no one can see that face you made. That's no, I'm right. I'm, I love the pirate's house. I mean, That's how can right. you not? It's fun. How it's can fun. You not? Yes. Um, so when you have, I mean, gosh, growing up here and being here as, as long as you have, when you have family friends come and visit, what is your must-see list made of? The water. Mm. I'll put them in a boat. Anywhere and, in particular, or. Um, just get, just get in the water. Uh, just, yeah, just get in the water. Just go to um, up and down, you know, just through the rivers, through Bull River and out mm. to the channel yeah. and toward Tybee and um, Hilton Head. And it's, you know, extra beautiful toward, you know, the south of us. So St. Catharines and um, Little St. Simons and all of that is just beauty. So that's probably my first Um to bring them downtown and to see some of our new what we have, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Richard Kessler's Marriott and oh, gosh, our Plant right. Riverside mm-hmm. and some of those fun things. And then our existing River Street and show them, you know, some of the beauty. Um, Olympia Cafe, you know, right oh, there, so the, some of the Greek food and seafood that's, yes. that's right there. And then next door, you know, family, friends that have had a business for 50 years, River Street Suites, you know, so there's yeah. always something that's sweet that, um, you know, that you want somebody, somebody to see. Um, and then, you know, Broughton Street, but, um, I think the, the must-haves would start with, with the water and just knowing this is what we do and, you know, that weekends, um, anytime it's warm, you know, that we're going to be out on the water or looking at the mm. water or that just kind of runs through my veins. Yeah. You can't, how can you not? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, we're we're always trying to take people out. I mean, we live near the water and have a nice, sweet right. little marsh view. Right. So okay. we're always showing when right. people come. We're like, let's go here. Yes, you know, exactly. we take them right to the water. Almost exactly. I'll right. hope and right. you know, watch yeah. the sunset I'll and Wally Island. Uh, all of that right there is just so good. It is. It's so great. It's so good. So it, growing up here and the fact that you've been here, uh, do you still have uh, like Sunday fun days uh, on? River Street, do you still do tour, touristy things when you have a... Um, sometimes, yeah. yeah. We've done, um, you know, we'll jump in the horse and buggy just to oh, see so what fun, it's right? all about and fun things or just to play tourist mm-hmm. and just walk up and down, you know, either Broughton Street or River Street. It's fun. Um, Bluffton, you know, we do that a lot of times. Just it's a hot hop, skip and a jump just yeah. to get right across the bridge and so it's fun there's a lot of growth in Bluffton and Savannah is stretching into Bluffton now and it's it's not it's not very hard so um uh not a bad drive so we do you know we can run over there for a Saturday or a Sunday just to see and it is the growth there is it's it's just it's it's helping everybody oh no doubt but yeah so those are some fun things Sunday fun day you know, you can do nothing but just stay right on Wilmington Island That's for true. Sunday fun That's days. And those are great and fun, too. So. I, I hear a lot about the fun go- that <laughs> yes. goes on on Wilmington yes, Island. Yes, <laughs> those are fun times, too. Um, well, uh, Cecilia Russo Turner and Cecilia Russo Marketing, uh, a wonderful, wonderful time uh, just chatting with you and getting to know more of what you're doing in this community and, and the fact that you've been a part of the thread of it um, your whole life is is really beautiful. Thank and you. And that you continue Thank to you. give your gifts and talents to this community to help it grow is, is such a wonderful thing. So thank, thank you, thank you so for that. much. No, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me and just talking to me about it all. It's exciting to get to share some of what I think about and feel all the time. So are are you nice. taking new clients? I mean, you know, people always looking... I know they are, and um, full schedule. No, I have to say no for 2023. We have a really, really big year. Yeah. Um. It, like I said, it's our, it's the firm's 15th anniversary, and then we have several clients that are having large anniversary years this year. So we are pretty full. We are full. Um. I say that with my managing partner probably in the studio with us, looking (laughs) at me with a side eye. But um, we are. Um. You know, I'm. I always will will meet someone. I always will help. I always will consult and give the advice and do what I can. And we do have projects that, you know, um, we often can do a one project. But as far as a, a retainer client at this point, um, I have to say no for, for the Which next, is a for the next wonderful, 10 months. Or wonderful months. thing yes. to have to say yes. no. The power of no. Yes. I know it. I know it's, it. I'm still trying to teach myself that. For volunteering and for business, <laughs> like this to. is the yes. power of no. But um, no, we have worked very, very hard to get where we are, and I just want to make sure. And like I said, my my clients are like family, so it would be of like course. it would be like ignoring your family That's or right. not paying it the right amount of attention to your children. Yeah, and I can't I can't do that. Right. So I have right. to pay attention to the children and the family first, and yeah. then. We can always have friends come over and play, That's so we it. can do one-offs. But um, yeah. yeah, but right now we're we're great. I'm sure Thank there's you. a lot of gratitude that comes along with having a full plate. There so, is, yeah. there is. Thank you, Cecilia. Yes. Thank you so much. I You're can't wait welcome. for us to to work together again and and see what what Savannah is going to do in the next year. Thank I think you. it's going to be big. Things. I have thoroughly enjoyed my time, and I appreciate 
all of your talent and what you. you're bringing to our community. So it's wonderful. And it's fun. Thank, Thank you. you. We'd love for you to share this podcast with someone you love or even someone you don't love. You never know, it could mend the fence. Make sure to follow the Made Up Savannah podcast so it's always in your podcast feed. And you can follow along with what we're doing on Instagram at Made of Savannah on Instagram. If you're moving to Savannah for the first time or just moving around town, it's a big deal. And it's always easier to work with someone who knows that. Or gosh, better yet, a whole team who knows it. That's McManamy, Jackson, and Hollis, real estate experts who know the stakes and believe wholeheartedly that every client is more than just a transaction. A real estate lawyer can help you avoid some serious issues with your big deal, residential, commercial, corporate, even title insurance. McManamy, Jackson, and Hollis, 415 Eisenhower Drive and mjhfirm.com. That's mjhfirm.com. The Made Up Savannah podcast is also brought to you by First Coast Mortgage. Michael Caputo and the team at First Coast Mortgage love seeing new people discover Savannah and choose to move here. And they've seen a lot of that as a local lender for the last 30 years. At First Coast Mortgage, they are the guide and the clients are the heroes in the home buying story. The home buying process can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Getting a solid buying plan in place is the best way to lower the stress involved with getting a home. And starting that planning process early is the best path for most borrowers. Find out how they can simplify the buying process and get pre-approved at firstcoastmortgage.com. First Coast Mortgage, helping you make good decisions so you can love where you live. Thanks to our sponsor, Spectrum Printing and Marketing. Kim Bullock and Michelle Thompson have over 35 years of experience as a locally owned family business. Spectrum specializes in you. Marketing solutions, increasing your brand recognition, they are the number one source for all of your printing, promotional products, and even custom apparel. They pride themselves in providing the elite customer service care you deserve. And they prove it too by connecting you with a person who is ready and happy to serve you whenever you call. Feel free to pick up the phone, email them, or connect on social media. They would love to talk to you. 912-897-7228. 912-897-7228. You can email Kim at Spectrum sav.com that's kim at spectrum sav.com spectrum printing and marketing they specialize in you and of course when you're searching for dedicated experienced real estate agents homes for sale or homes for rent check us out at corcoran austin hill realty 251 bull street in savannah and corcoranahr.com that's corcoranahr.com Thanks for listening to Made of Savannah. The welcome mat is always out.